everybody, it's Lisa Busan. Nice to see you today. I'm changing things up a little bit. I want to give those on Facebook the opportunity to chime in where normally I would do the Zoom webinar and it's only those who are on the Zoom software who are able to be heard. So if you would like to um, comment on what's being shared today, we are talking about ego versus spirit. I would love that. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I will be doing a few very random readings, very random. Um, so, you know, I will take the um, the uh, readings, uh, not in order. I'm just kind of like grabbing things, right? So I really have no idea because I haven't done a Facebook Live in a bazillion years. and. So, you know, what's funny is because I'm I'm not normally in my office when I do these things. And so with this bright light behind me, you can see all the ice on the windows and my halo. <laughs> so anyways, welcome, welcome. I am today talking about the ego or our personal self, our physical self, our ego mind versus spirit. So. One of the things that I like, and it's the acronym is, of course, Edging God Out, and I'm sure a million people have heard that, but it really is, and it's edging spirit out, because when we're in our ego self, our physical self, that's where we're focusing, and when where we focus is what we bring to us. So if we focus on spirit, we're going to bring that in, in more to our lives, and then, of course, the more we focus on spirit, the more we focus on our higher self, which is spirit, the more that is enhanced. So today there's a few things that I wanted to talk about. So you can determine, like, how do I know it's really spirit talking to me? A lot of times we don't. But some of the tips that I'm going to give you today are things that I've been thinking about that I've used to help my students as well as help those who have come to me for readings. So. Let's get started. Again, my name is Lisa Busan. So welcome, welcome, welcome to this Facebook Live. Please bear with me because this is the first Facebook Live I've done in forever. And so I'm sure there's going to be some errors, <laughs> but you can count on it. So if you'd like a reading or if you have a question to ask, just kind of chime in on the, on the comment line and I'll, I'll do what I can. So I welcome that. Absolutely, I welcome that. Starting with ego versus spirit. Again, ego, I guess in a nutshell, really, is ego keeps you bound, keeps you tight. I have to maintain what is mine. I have to protect what is mine. I can't let the world in. I'm fearful of others having what I don't have, or I'm fearful of things being taken away from me. That's our ego. That's our small self, our small mind. And we got to remember, I think above all else, we have to remember that what we focus on is like a prayer for what we don't want, okay? Especially when it's fear-based, right? If it's fear-based. So one of the things in contrast, that spirit says is open up your arms. Open up your arms. There's enough for everybody. There's enough for everybody. I don't have more than you. And if 
Spirit actually says, if you have more than me, high five. Congratulate that. Absolutely congratulate that. Because you're probably coming next. Or you might have something that someone else doesn't have. Or achieved something someone else has not achieved. Each one of us has our own specific journeys to travel. And one is no better than the other. It's just not. It's just not. So here's how it goes. So the voice of spirit says, I want you to grow. I want you to grow. I want you to become expansive. I want you to reach far and wide. I want you to give of yourself. The world is limitless. And our ego says, oh, gosh, no. Oh, my gosh, no. Oh, my gosh, no. There's never going to be enough. And I'm afraid that you're going to take what I have. I'm fearful of that. Boy, that's really coming at a time when, when our, our country hears that the most. So on that note, we really have to watch and be cognizant of what we allow into our psyche and into our world. Uh, someone else's fear-based ideas or fear-based logic. Do we allow that to affect us? I'm hoping not. I really hope not. That would be a terrible thing. That would be a terrible thing, wouldn't it? So am I saying never to watch the news? No. However, try not to let it affect you. Yeah, because it can. It really can. Especially if you're clairsentient or empathic, where you can feel the the ills of the world, if you will, right? The horrors, you know, the, the terrible things that we see on, on the news and on Facebook. Also, when we're in that, that fear-based mindset, we're closed off. We're closed off to almost everything. The possibilities are limited. Okay? And in that limited world, we don't have the opportunity or the ability to grow out of that because we're in such a, like, a tight space here that we have difficulty, like, sending our feelers out to see if, like, is there, like, a really a, a, a world out there where I can explore and grow? Mm, it's tough. The The mental image is coming to me like I'm stuck in this, like I'm locked in this room. It's dark, but I can see light underneath the door. I know it's there. And I want to get there. So I stick my fingers under the door in an attempt to try to feel that. But in that minute little bit where your fingers can reach the light, that may not be enough to shine the light upon you so that you can grow and, and open up to that, um, the world of spirit that's, that is you. Because you're so fearful in that in that darkened room that you're afraid of what's there. I can't tell you how many times, even myself, I have um, you know been in my here and now, and I know that there's a change coming, yet I'm not sure what's coming or when it's coming. However, I remain steadfast in like in the muck, like mired in that muck, 
knowing that it's not the best place for me. But I'm afraid of the change because I don't know what's coming. Which is just like sticking your fingers underneath that door to see if I can test the light just a little bit to see if I like what's out there. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Go whole hog or stay home, my little kidlets. And I know sometimes that that trust is hard. It's hard because we don't know. You know, as as human beings, we like to control. We like to control things. And our left brain tends to get in the way of spirit because that's where right brain thinking, actually, I don't know if you guys are seeing right or left now, um, but that's where right brain thinking is. So it's almost like two sides of ourselves are warring. Yeah. So balance is good. Of course, balance is good. Um, but the trick is knowing how to balance, right? Knowing how to balance. So be a little brave, be a little bold. And open that door, even just a little smidge. It's better than just sticking your fingers under the door. Because you get a bigger taste. You get a bigger bite of the possibilities and the endless possibilities. The potential that's out there. I love that. So when you open that door, you're going to say to yourself, ooh, ooh, look at this. <gasps> The ego says, oh, I could never have that. I could never do that. So the ego tries to make you stay in one place. The ego is that left brain who's trying to control you. Granted, while the left brain is very good for analytical, analytical processes, it is not good for getting you out of your comfort zone. <laughs> so if you feel mired or stuck, there you go. There's a right brain thing. Right brain thing. So spirit says, oh, honey, grow. You go play. Let's have fun. Now, I'm not saying check, chuck the job because that's how you pay your bills. However, we balance. We balance. Right? We balance our lives. So... Spirit says, as you crack that door open, it says, come out and play with me. There's a whole world of possibility here. So you take one little step outside that door. And you get a whiff of the fresh air. And you smell the, the, the flowers. And you can feel the sunshine on your face. And it's wonderful. But the ego says, whoa! too fast too fast too fast and I freak out and I go back inside my room and close that door mm -hmm. yikes that's a pretty scary thought isn't it to be given freedom or just starting to taste that freedom and then I'm afraid so I close it off but you know what that exact thing is what most of us do we've all been there we've all done that at one point or another in our lives because we're in our ego mind our little tiny pea brain that we have that says we're not enough. We're not smart enough, rich enough, tall enough. We don't have enough. We don't drive a Mercedes. We don't have the fancy clothes to impress other people. And spirit says, honey, you be your badass self and just do 
you. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. How's that one? <laughs> so Crystal's written in, in this. Crystal Mast is written. And she's felt, um, she's learned to ask herself that very question. Am I doing this for my ego or for my soul? And listening carefully for the answer. But yes, we have to look at those possibilities. We have to look at those options as opportunities to sit back and really get into ourselves, to really learn about ourselves and how we operate, what our tendencies are. And if we don't like how our life is going, that gives you an opportunity for growth, for change. How can we step outside those little boundaries? How can we step outside of that muck? Mm -hmm. And how can we open up and feel comfortable stepping outside of that dark room? Mm -hmm. Now, as we know, I've always talked about, you know, we are a divine self. We are, the divine is within us. We are the divine. And that's that whole I am thing. I am divine, I am ego, I am self, I am God, I am the world around me. We are it all. It's all there. So it's up to us, however, who to listen to. <laughs> yeah, it is up to you. Do you want to listen to the TV reporters who are going by ratings, you know, and you know darn well as I do that the more dire, the more horrific, the more horrible the situation. And boy, oh boy, they're going to eat it up and blow it up the higher their ratings. And in the meantime, you, Mr. or Mrs. Empath, are saying, oh my God, what am I going to do? That's ego, that's fear-based. You don't have to allow yourself to react to that. You know, the last time I watched the news, now granted I watched the weather and stuff like that, of course, but the last time I watched the news, and that was years ago, years ago, I counted 11 things in a row, 11 stories or items, whatever, whatever they call it, that were horrible, absolutely horrible. And while, yes, that is news, I could feel my body like shrinking and I could feel like, oh my God, that's not who I want to be. That's not who I want to be. And no, I know that, you know, some people would say that I'm looking at the world through rose colored glasses, but I prefer to remain behind those rose colored glasses and spread the light, not the fear. I know there's horrible things in the world. Of course I do. But that's not where I choose to remain. There you go. I hope you don't as well. Now, so the voice of spirit says, you can do anything you put your mind to. Anything. The voice of ego, our lower selves, says we're not enough. We can't possibly. There's no way. You choose. You choose what you believe. Mm -hmm. It's funny, you know, because, you know, talking about uh, the news and stuff like that. What I found also is ego clings to that fantastic, 
the magnificent, the horrendous. Right? It's always bigger. It's always more. More clothes, more shoes, better car, bigger house, better job, more money. I'm prettier, I'm smartier, whatever. That's the ego. That is the ego. That's part of the ego. Where spirit lives in the present moment and says that the possibilities are endless. Everything's a possibility. You can be prettier. You can be richer. You can be. Sure it can. If we work toward it. And spirit says that that is a possibility and it is endless. Okay. I love that. So spirit never says that you are not enough. Ever. They never say that. That's the ego. Now, one of the things also, and I, I refer back to what I mentioned earlier about being outside of yourself. In other words, like you are everything, right? And then ego says, I want to have everything outside myself. All right. So ego is from outside. Everything outside of me will bring me happiness. So I have to have more things, more stuff. Okay. Now, granted, you could be a crap collector. Me, I collect recipes. I collect um, material like sewing projects and things like that. But that feeds my creative bent, which I then usually, usually gift to other people. That's a different thing. The ego says I want to amass just to amass because I want to be better than someone else. So we look at the purpose behind that. And the spirit says, you don't need to look outside yourself. Everything that you have is right here. Just as in, I am God, I am the walls, I am the kitten that's next door, I am uh, love, I like everything is there. Everything's already there. So true happiness, right here, folks, right here. Yeah, right here. Um, Penny, I want to come to you, Penelope. Um, I'm going to come to you, and I know that I am seeing, and you might have to just text me or keep on chatting down on the messages here. One of the things I'm seeing is what looks like, well, I've got a gentleman here. He is on the larger side. I want to say this is father or father-in-law. Okay, in spirit, in spirit, and I'm all. There's also a really big dog with him, uh, like a shepherd or a lab or something like that, right? So there's there's that. Um, I'm also picking up. There's a linking name of um, Edward or Ted, Ed or Ted. So Penny, you're gonna need to talk to me about that, and also someone else. Um, if you're open to the larger man with a monster-sized dog and a Ted or Ed, that would be great. Anyways, so Penelope, if that makes sense to you, just you know, raise your hand or whatever. So I've got a sense of that. Because what I'm doing is I'm just kind of scrolling down, looking at all the people that are commenting. It's like, okay, bingo, I'm getting like a, like a hit here. I'm getting a hit. So I love that. Now, so let's move on a little bit and talk about um, complaining, right? Complaining. Now, there's there's a difference here about sharing with someone else things that you're experiencing that you're having a hardship with that's not necessarily complaining that's 
sharing, interacting. Maybe you're looking for guidance or maybe you're commiserating with someone and sharing your experience. That's not necessarily complaining. Um, what I, this is just me, what I consider complaining is bitching about something just to do it. Just to do it. Maybe you're looking for that, oh, you poor thing. That's the ego speaking. That's the ego speaking. So in other words, you're looking for compassion or you're looking for someone outside of yourself to tell you, woe is you. Woe is you. So that's different than complaining, right? So you're not, the ego is looking for attention, but in the wrong way, right? So spirit says, go ahead and share with others your experiences because what you experience can be learned from. As long as you don't share with the attitude that my scenario is worse than yours, right? So we always have to share with compassion and empathy. We always have to use that empathy. So instead of one up, one-upping someone else's horrible situation. Yeah. So use empathy with them. And in doing so, in doing that, you'll stay out of your ego. Yeah. But as soon as you start saying, well, I'm sorry your mom died, but gosh, my mom, my dog, and my, my next-door neighbor passed, you're one-upping. You're all about the ego. You're not helping what bit. Okay? So there's a difference there, right? So sharing is one thing. Being empathetic is another thing. And being ego-driven, trying to one-up, is totally, totally different. So just, you know, I'm not chewing you out, uh, even though it might sound like it. Um, what these are, again, these are things that I've noticed in conversation with other people throughout, like, the last couple of weeks, as well as things that I'm seeing coming up in my readings, um, where I feel like people are a bit confused about where and how to approach different situations. Yeah. So I decided to share my my thought processes actually about how we can stay in the spirit self, the higher self, and help other people and help ourselves in the meantime as well. Because in doing so, we grow from that. Yeah, we grow from that. I love it. I am getting and I don't I can't there's too many people talking at once. Um, I am picking up the name of Kathy, Catherine, something like that. Kathleen, Kathleen, Kathleen. Yes, Kathleen, Kathy or Kathleen. Um, I do have a woman coming through. I'm not sure if this is mom or grandma, um, but I do feel like mom's side of the family. That much I do know. I am also getting a sense of her being probably 70, 75-ish. I also see like a light gray strawberry color hair uh, here, uh, medium built. I am also seeing that there's some lung or esophageal problems here. So keep that in mind. Um, but there's a linking name of Kathy Kathleen. Linking name meaning that she could be speaking of herself or someone else. All right. So I'm seeing that. Um, I'm also seeing that there's a reference to 
babies, babies in the family. Uh, just one, there's a baby, like different families, possibly two young children coming or have just been born, but there's two. So she's saying to me on opposite sides of the family. So mm, get ready, Kathy, or whoever has the Kathy. So I've got her coming through. So keep that in mind. Let's go on. Um, one of the things that I find difficult in my own life is not having enough time, right? I don't have enough time. And I've, but I've felt like that my whole life. I remember around the age of six, standing outside, thinking to myself, thank God I have more than one life to get all this right or to do it all. So I've always had that sense of hurry, 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 get it done, get it done, get it done. Always. And I still do. Almost like one life I'm trying to accomplish so many different things. Is that ego driven? I don't know. I don't know. Because I'm not necessarily doing it for aggrandizement. I feel like it's more like I've just set so much in front of me or so much on my plate that I want to make sure I get it all done before I transition. So, so there's a difference there too, right? So you look at your motives. You look at your motives. You also look at um, why you're doing things and who you're doing things for. And, you know, do you have enough money? Do you have enough time? Do you have enough resources? Do you have enough things? And if stuff or you're doing things for notoriety, if that's your purpose, if that's your motivation, that's the ego. That's the ego. If you just feel driven, why do you feel driven? What do you feel driven about or what do you feel driven for? Look at that. Look at that. My drive is simply to amass as much experience as I can in this lifetime. And it's funny, you know, because I, I run into that often, that same type of scenario. I run into that often with um, certain demographic where, for instance, someone were to have multiple, like many different types of jobs. Not just like I'm always an office worker and I have a lot of office work jobs. No, I have an one time they're an office worker, one time they're uh, on a call center, one time they're a ditch digger, one time they're a police officer. You know, so they do many different things. So I see that same type of response in someone who has that type of life path where they've put so much on their plate prior to their birth. And the only way to amass such large and different types of experience is to do just that, right? Is to uh, learn and grow once we get to master or once we've succeeded in learning that lesson, then we start over and go on to the next lesson. That's me. That's me. I've done many things, like very diverse things. Um, but I see that a lot, especially in, in younger adults. So are they doing that? for notoriety no not really they're doing that from a soul basis from a spirit basis because that's what they're called to do their lesson here really is to collect as much knowledge as they can right 
So spirit speaks the language of support and love and ego speaks in limitation. Spirit's pushy, like I gotta do it now. My neighbor just got a new bike. I've gotta get a bigger bike. Spirit nudges. Spirit just sits back and says, how lovely, I've wanted to get a bike forever. Congratulations on getting your bike. I'm excited for you. Spirit's the one who nudges you out that door into the light because spirit has a better view for you than you do yourself. There you go. I love it. If you listen to everybody around you, you're listening to their point of view, not necessarily your own. You're listening to their point of view. So I want you to try to remain neutral and not get into their drama, right? Not get into their, um, I guess, their vibes, right? So, and that's the hard part because being empaths, like many of you are, it's difficult to, to separate yourself. But if you can try to remain neutral, you have a much better understanding of where spirit wants you to be. Because you don't, like you have your own pathway to follow. You have enough of your own drama. You have enough of your own stuff to deal with. So spirit will gently nudge you forward. They're not going to say, bang, you're in this mix. But when there's a change that's coming, watch for those little nudges. Sometimes you have to learn and play slowly, right? And maybe those nudges or that push that you're feeling may not have been a push all along, but spirit stepping in and saying, hey, I've been nudging you forever. It's about time you took that road. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've had a couple of those. I call them wake-up calls from spirit. Mm -hmm. Like they've stepped in and pushed me where I needed to be. Yeah, they pushed me where I needed to be. So there you go. Uh, Menal, I see that your mom was Kathy. Yes. So I don't know. Um, she, again, she was talking to me about the, the couple babies or the babies in the family. Mind you, these can be little people babies or puppy babies. Or But I felt like she was talking to me about different sides of the family, babies coming. So there you go. Very good. Very good. So, my children, I wish you well. I hope that helped you a little bit along your way. And I hope that there's at least a little bit of a nugget there for you to understand how and why spirit speaks in the way it does to you. Because each one of us is different. Each one of us is different. How you play with spirit is unique to you. And I always recommend playing with spirit. Because you know what? When you play, you really can't get anything wrong, can you? You just try again. Yeah. Play with spirit. Listen to those urgings. Because spirit are around you all the time. Not just when I'm here. Or not just at dinner time. Or not just in the car. No, they're around you all the time. They're speaking to you. You're getting ideas in your head. You are feeling them and smelling them and sensing them. and Oh my gosh, you might be hearing them. 
all the time all the time so my challenge for you i guess is to notice those urgings or the thoughts that pop in your head or those smells that you smell or the weird sounds that you're getting play with this play with this play with this please understand that everything can be from spirit everything you'd be amazed you would be absolutely amazed yep i love it so mwah. until next time may you seek the divine be the divine and reap the divine god bless everybody